This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm Matt, your host today, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Eric Walling for his first episode as a Benchwarmer. Yay! Josh versus Benchwarmer Scott and newcomer Andy Berry. Yay! Welcome to the bench, Andy. Why don't you take a minute to tell us about yourself, uh, what teams you cheer for, root for, and et cetera, and anything else you want to share? Sure. Um, I'm Andy Berry. I'm a mechanical engineer. I live in uh, New Haven, Connecticut, uh, born and raised in Northern Illinois. So all my teams are Chicago. I don't count the White Sox, though. Um, but mostly the Bears and the Cubs, and I will bandwagon onto the Blackhawks when they're around. And also a longtime Bulls fan growing up in the 90s. So um, that's mostly it about me. You're teaming up with Scott today. Scott, how are you doing today? And uh, tell us what your team name is going to be. I am good. Not much has changed since, uh, you know, last I signed up for outdoor kickball. Uh, so that season will start in a few weeks here. No Meg. Did you tell Meg? <laughs> no. So I, we have, so it's funny here in Albany, we have two uh, kickball leagues here. We have uh, Waka Albany and then Empire State kickball. I've been playing indoor for Empire State and they make sure I got rid of Meg. I switched over and I defected to the other league and I signed up for Waka Albany. Oh, traitor. So I just think they're going to be, more competitive and better i want to play more competitive and the team that i'm on in the league that i'm on is more leisure and that's not my style of sports so hopefully uh this will be a little bit better for me uh andy real quick i just want to thank you also since matt failed to mention it because he's not a good host uh thank you for being an equipment manager uh on patreon we really appreciate the support hopefully i can uh help make your five dollars a month worth it uh with a nice loss here which i think will happen and uh, our team name uh since andy's a bears fan and they've never had a good quarterback and there's some whispers about them potentially trading for russell wilson we decided to go with shy town russell try to put some good vibes out there for the bears you have to give up a lot of draft picks to get that shy town russell going they on, don't huh? draft well anyway yeah so yeah that's okay they give up a lot of draft picks for uh for a solid solid defense that uh, might as well do it for a quarterback right so yep all right eric walling and josh so uh eric we'll let you tell the team name we'll go over to josh josh how you been lately what's going on in your world uh not not much different than normal just kind of sticking around the house for the most part uh waiting my turn to get a vaccine and then maybe be able to get out a little more i don't know but light at the end of the tunnel right um i can't wait to hear from scott's new venture onto the uh the other league on who the new meg will be i hope there isn't one there's gonna be somebody you know there's gonna be oh no there'll be one there'll be somebody there'll be some captain on your team who insists on playing center field when they shouldn't and <laughs> no matter it might not be named meg but we'll we'll find out who they are um, soon enough it's someone who played waka and in Connecticut for several years, you're going to find another Meg. Trust me. Boy. <laughs> Great. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Walling, what's going on in your world? And why don't you give us your team name? Yeah. So to tell you where my mental status is at after the move uh, today, I was trying to hang a TV in my basement and uh, spent like a good five minutes trying to look for the pen that I had brought to mark stuff on the wall. So when I went upstairs to get more, uh, to get some more supplies or something, I saw my shadow and in my shadow behind my ear was a pen sticking up. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, so to say that everything is 
you know, cohesive around here is probably a bit of an overstatement, but I'm hoping that my trivia brain is less foggy than my just doing stuff around the house brain. Um, but uh, we, we decided today for a team name, uh, we are all very, very excited about the upcoming AFL season. Uh, thank you, Neil, for helping spearhead this. We've all kind of selected a team that we're rooting for this season. We've got um, Zoom parties kind of penciled in, and we're going to be uh, you know, following the uh, Australian Roots football this year. So um, Josh is a Giants fan. I am a Port Adelaide Power fan. And so we are just going to go with the Power Giants. All right. The Power Giants. All right. So awesome. Well, uh, first of all, go Geelong Cats. There you go. Number one. And number two, uh, thanks, everyone, uh, for joining the bench. Now let's go ahead and kick it over to Dan for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question number one. What NL West center fielder, whose real name is Marcus Lynn, teamed up with PBA's Tommy Jones to capture the 2019 CP3 PBA Celebrity Invitational? We can check in. All right. So, Chi-Town Russell has checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. Well, Mookie Betts was my initial thought, but I don't know if I have any other. I mean, Marcus, Mookie... Lynn might be his middle name. Um, I thought I remembered something about him being a pretty good bowler. All right. Um, and he's an NL West uh, center fielder. Let's go with Mookie Betts. Check in with Mookie Betts. All right. And Chi-Town Russell, what did you check in with? Uh, I, I don't want to poke holes in your questions already, Matt, but he's actually a right fielder uh, for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. But uh, we also checked in with Mookie Betts. All right. Well, there you go. Jeez, right off the bat. I thought he was a center fielder with the Dodgers, so my apologies. But at least you both both teams got it. It is Mookie Betts. Mookie's parents named uh, him Marcus Lynn Betts, so his initials would be MLB. And his nickname Mookie comes from his parents' favorite NBA player, who is Mookie Blaylock. There you go. Question number two: In 2010, what Michigan native and alum and former Steeler outside linebacker teamed up with Norm Duke to win the first ever CP3 PBA Celebrity Invitational? <laughs> you go with that andy yep let's check in with that shut down russell has checked in power giants you can talk it out did harrison go to michigan i don't know <laughs> um i'm just thinking of steelers outside and going from the steelers outside linebacker he is former now right yeah uh i'm fine with it i i have no real real handle on this one so yeah, I don't have a whole lot of thunder, but it's a name that pops into my head, so we'll go with Harrison checking in. All right. Power Giants checking with James Harrison, I assume. Shytown Russell, what are you checking in with? Uh, you need to host more often, I think. Uh, so I was just I got it from the, the Michigan side. Uh, 
watched a lot of Michigan in the, the late 2000s for college football. And one of my favorite players was their outside linebacker, Lamar Woodley, who also played for the Steelers. So we checked in with Lamar Woodley. One team getting points here. The answer is Lamar Woodley. Nice. Lamar teamed up with his former Lions, uh, with former Lions wide receiver Charles Rogers and Chicago Bulls Anthony Robertson on his high school football team in Saginaw, Michigan. Question number three of the uh, tailgate. In 2016, this Hall of Famer showed some emotions but didn't cry when he and Pete Weber won the CP3 PBA Celebrity Invitational. <laughs> I will check in. Power Giants have checked in. Shytown Russell, you can talk it out. So I don't have a lot on this one, but the crying thing makes me think of uh, like the crying Jordan meme. But I don't have any knowledge of him playing in this. Yeah, I I figured that would have to be some sort of clue there, the emotions and the crying. He's a Hall of Famer, and he, I mean, Pete Weber, if you team up with him, you're going to win. And it seems like, you know, it says in the question that they won. Jordan's a winner, so I kind of like the logic behind it. I don't have anything better. Either do I. So I'm good with you checking that in. Let's check in with uh, Jordan. Titan Russell has checked in with Michael Jordan, Power Giants. What do you have? Uh, exact same thought process that figured that the uh, crying Jordan, you know, meme was where this was coming off of. Uh, so we also checked in with Michael Jordan. No teams getting points here. The answer is Terrell Owens. Oh, famous okay. for crying about that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And the championship round that they faced off was against Hope Solo and Clara Guerrero, a bowler that I had never heard of before I wrote this question. So heading into the first quarter today, we have the score of 20 points for Shytown Russell and 10 points for Power Giants. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. I want to say thanks to Neil Fisher for helping me out with this category. He gave me the answers and I wrote the haikus for this category. So here we go. Question number one. EPL London, not cold, not horsing around, was Ted Lasso's start. We can check in. All right. So Power Giants have checked in. Shytown Russell, you can talk it out. This is where the wheels fall off. Yes. So I watched Ted Lasso. It was really good. Um, recommend it if you haven't seen it yet. But I do not recall. We binged it in like a day. Yeah. So a lot of the details are fuzzy. Um so London teams, EPL, where do we go from there? Uh, not cold, not horsing around. I, I don't, that means nothing to me. Hmm. Um, horsing or not horsing around. Uh, not cold, not, okay. So not cold, not horsing oh, around. Oh, hot so spurs. hot spurs. Yes. Hot yes, spurs. Yes. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's, I guess that could be the answer. The hot, uh, I, I got nothing better. That Maybe makes if, sense. if we need more, he'll, he'll let us know, but yeah, we're going to check in with hot spurs power giants. What did you check in with? Yep. No, one of the London clubs, the Tottenham hot spur. Both teams getting points here. I had to make a, so just as an FYI, they're called the hot spur, not the hot spurs. And there's a, there's a reason for that. So yeah, the Tottenham Hotspurs, they started off as a club in 1883 when a bunch of boys basically at a YMCA decided to start, go ahead and start playing um, football together. And there was another team in London called the Hotspurs. So they changed, they changed, they named themselves the Hotspur, which is based off of a Shakespearean character um, who had hot spurs from taking his uh, army into battle. I guess he must have not liked his horse. So <laughs> anyway, so the answer is the Tottenham Hotspurs. Shakespeare. I know, right? Was this, is this the first time we've referenced Shakespeare in this podcast? Surely not. Uh, probably not. It's pretty high class. Uh, I don't know. Dan very well might have <laughs> at one point, but I mean, Eric answers. He, he would have answered that for any literary, literary question. So no, he answers Harry Potter. Yes. For he all right, moving on to question number two of Sporting Haikus. Check gold 98-01 Stanley Cup winner, Richard Winner Duke. And I have uh, quotations around Duke. I gotta say that my favorite when I edit Bombback shows is when he makes his noises. So, because I've known you so long, I know your noises. <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> we will check in. All right. Chi Town Russell's checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. Yeah, I got about one Czech hockey player that I can think of. And I definitely don't think it's right. We talked ourselves out of that. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I said, I think 01 was when the, I think the Avs won in 01. So uh, some offensive player for the Avs in 01. The only uh, player that I can... From the Czech Republic? Yeah, I can think of Forsberg isn't uh, Czech, right? That's, he's Swedish. Yeah. Um, man, I just can't think of any other guys from that time. I couldn't tell you a Czech offensive player for the abs in 01 yeah well, let's uh, since he's european and as close as we're getting why don't we go with uh with forsberg then sure maybe he was born there to to to, to swedish parents <laughs> yes Could sure be. So, yeah we'll go with forsberg checking in chi-town russell what did you check in with uh we didn't we didn't have much more uh we were thinking that the red wings won that year so we were on the Red Wing train. Not that it would have mattered either way, because um, <laughs> if, even if we thought ads, it's not Forsberg or Joe Sackage, which are the only people on those teams. Uh, so we took the Red Wings route, and I could only think of the players that I knew from playing the NHL video games as a kid in the Red Wings. <laughs> Iserman and Shanahan and Brenda Moore and Sergei Fedorov, and we chose out of the four that I could name to check in with Sergei Fedorov. I think he's Russian. Yeah, I'm almost positive he's rushing. <laughs> no teams getting points here. The answer is Milan Hayduk. Who? Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to question number three in Sporting Haikus. 96 gold medal, 
three-point pacer assassin, nickname Nick Killer. Yeah, I think we can check in. Power Giants has checked in. Shytown Russell, you can talk it out. It it's got to be Reggie, right? Yeah, we don't really have to talk about. I'm I'm staring at my jersey that I have of him right now. So, yeah, we'll check in with uh, Reggie Miller. Power Giants, who did you check in with? Yep, pretty quick. We checked in with the same thing, Reggie Miller. One of the worst looking shots I've ever seen from a <laughs> basketball player, but it worked for him. Second best Miller in his family. Yep. I don't know how you get that <laughs> sideways spin on it and have it go. I guess when you're hitting nothing but net, it doesn't matter which way the, the ball is rotating. So that's, that's why they don't put pictures in the scorebook, Josh. <laughs> I was reading he came up with that shot because it's the only way he can get it around Cheryl when he was growing up as a kid. Yeah, he has said that. There you go. Well, it, it, it works for him. I don't think it could work for anybody else. All right, both teams getting points there. The answer is Reggie Miller. And when I came up with that haiku and sent it over to Eric, I thought it was too easy. And he says, I like it anyway. The three-point assassin was, I thought that was pretty good. So, Hey, having some easy ones is okay. Yeah. So there you go. Moving on to question number four of quarter one. Twice Super Bowl champ. Bears, Eagles, Arizona, 46 defense. Uh, we're going to check in. All right. Chi-Town Russell's checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. Yeah. Um, Josh had a pretty good name, um, and I kind of like that, Josh. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I was wondering, because I think the 46 defense is named after Buddy Ryan, um, but I don't know if he was if he was a coach on two different – Super Bowl winners, um, which he very well could have been. Um, but I, because I, I can't think of a player who fits that. Yeah. Um, if you think about, because Arizona hasn't won a Super Bowl. Right. The Eagles yeah. just won their first Super Bowl. And have the Bears only won one in the Super Bowl era? Yeah, 85, right? So I, I, I think there, it's not going to be like a player. Or it could be somebody who was a player and a coach or somebody who's just coached for a long time. So my inclination is to go Buddy Ryan. Uh, he was definitely the Bears, uh, what, defensive coordinator or whatever. Right. Yeah, I mean, the defense is named after him. It kind of fits the clues here. I say we, we check right. in. With that. We'll check in with Buddy Ryan. And Chi-Town Russell, what did you check in with? So uh, a lot of the same logic. Um, I know uh, he is the architect of the Bears 46 defense. I know – after he and uh, Dicka got into it, he left to coach Philadelphia. I don't know where his second Super Bowl would have come in, but we also checked in with Buddy Ryan. Both teams getting points here. The answer is Buddy Ryan. He won a Super Bowl title with the Bears in Super Bowl twenty, and he was assistant and coach with the Jets in Super Bowl three. Oh, and then he was a coach with Arizona after he had left the Eagles and with a stint with the Oilers in between. All right, moving on to question number five in sporting IQs. Bruin Heisman close bears quarterback, not Luke or Josh three and 12 record. We are checked in. Chi-town Russell's checked in power giants. You can talk it out. So I, I, this might be coming down to, I think Matt was having issues with the McCowns versus Cade McNown um, in an earlier episode. Um, I do believe that Cade McNown was drafted by the Bears and was not good in his short stint. Um, 
Is it McCown or is it McNown? I thought it was McCown. But... I thought it was McNown, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm almost certain it's Cade McNown. All right. That's phonetic ballpark, right? I think All we're right. close. All right. So we're going to check in with Cade McNown. Chi-Town Russell, what did you check in with? Uh, I'm more than certain. I'm positive it's Cade McNown, and I'm positive that's the answer. So that's what we checked in with as well. <laughs> Both teams getting points here. The answer is Cade McNown. Well, I stand corrected. You really need Russell Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to black that out of my memory. Sorry. Sorry to take you back to a dark place. After the first quarter, Power Giants have 90 points and Chi-Town Russell has 100. Today's second quarter will be the odd one out. The odd one out. For this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one of quarter number two, odd one out. The top five 1995 NFL draft picks. Number one, Kerry Collins. Number two, Mike Manula. Number three, Michael Westbrook. Number four, Steve McNair. Number five, Tony Baselli. And number six, Kajana Carter. Yeah, we'll ch- we will check in. All right, Shy Town Russell's check in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. So, yeah, we were thinking. So Baselli was first ever pick for the Jags. Yeah. It would have been one that year, which is also the same year that Carolina started. So that's why we're thinking Baselli won and Collins is one, two. I don't, I don't think they had the top. I don't think they had the top two picks, but I think they were all, but I think they were in the top. They were top five. five. Yeah. Um, um, so then that would, that would, and I'm, I'm almost certain that um, McNair and Westbrook were top five picks as well. So that would leave Mamula as Mamula and Kijana Carter. Carter was at the top. Okay. He absolutely was. That's why I think I think Carter actually went number one. So do you know where Mamula got or who did who drafted Mamula? Who did he play for? Did he play for the Eagles? No. So West Westbrook was Eagles too. Oh, I'm thinking of Brian Westbrook. Sorry. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, I I think our reasoning is pretty solid. Um, if you're good with Carter, as if you're for sure Carter is a top five, then absolutely I think process of elimination leaves us with Mike Mamula. Yeah, uh, I'm almost 100 okay. on that. So uh, okay, we'll, we'll check in with Mike Mamula. And Chi Town Russell, what did you check in with? Uh, so I was puzzled. Um, we knew Kajana Carter was number one, and Baselli was number two. I was fairly certain Kerry Collins was top five. I honestly, I don't even know who Mike Mamula is. So in my head, I just assumed he probably is top five. Um, so then we, at the end of the day, it just, it seemed like McNair maybe wasn't top five. Um, it would be a good answer, a good red herring here. So we checked in with McNair. All right. One team getting points here. The answer is Mike Mamula. 
uh, draft had uh, Kajana Carter going first to the Bengals, Tony Baselli number two to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Steve McNair to the Oilers number three, mm-hmm. Michael Restbrook to the Washington football team number four, Kerry Collins to the Panthers number five, Kajana, I'm sorry, Kevin Carter to the Rams number six, and Mike Mamula to the Eagles number seven. Out of Boston College, Mike Mamula did play five seasons for the Eagles. I originally was going to throw a couple of a Warren Sapp or maybe a Ty Law in there, but I figured that would be too obvious. That's why I threw the Mike Mamula because it has been the standard in the odd one out of late that people would be like, oh, well, that one's got to be in the top five. So. He game yeah. theoried our game theory. I did, yeah, reversed right? it on like us. That. Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, I've, been, I've been thinking that yeah, we have to do that because for a long time it was so easy to be like, I've never heard of that guy, or he must have played in the 70s. He yeah. couldn't possibly be the answer. Yeah. The old banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> if only it was episode title so early. <laughs> you write that down. Banana in the tailpipe. So far, I've got the McCown McNown dilemma. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you keep on writing these down. These are good ones. Okay. We'll move on to the odd one out question number two. Major League baseball number one draft picks andy you asked for it so here we go carlos correa garrett cole ron darling bj surhoff josh hamilton and joe mauer all right we'll check in all right chitown russell's checked in power giants you can talk it out all right so joe mauer Yes. I believe he's a definite yes. yes. Josh Hamilton was drafted over Josh Beckett, which for a Texas kid was like, what? This guy was the best pitcher ever. So Hamilton was definitely one that year. Um, Garrett Cole, number one over Trevor Bauer that year, actually. Just, and Marcus's favorite, Danny Holtson, was number two that year. There it is. There we go. Sorry, Marcus. Um, so I'm pretty sure BJ Serhoff was the number one pick, which leaves us um, Ron Darling and Carlos Correa. And for Correa some, was in that stretch of like three, <clears throat> three number ones in a row for the Astros. I'm yeah, because they had three years in a row they had the number one pick, and I think he might have been that first of those. Three. So you had Springer, you had Mark Apple or Appel or Apple who didn't end up making it. Who was well? Um, I think one of those ones, and then. I'm just trying to think. Um, I'm I'm like 99% okay. that Correa was, because he was that huge name that year when he was drafted. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that would leave us with Ron Darling if we didn't think. If I, I thought I remembered Serhoff being a pretty great college baseball oh, player. He was, he was a huge like uh, prospect. Yeah. I, I remember like he was one of the rated rookie baseball cards that I was right. uh, that, that I had a bunch of, and then he didn't turn out to be, he was serviceable in the, yeah. In the majors, yeah. But. yeah. And I remember Maurer was number one, the same, I think he was one the year that Pryor was two, right? Because yes. Pryor was supposed to be the big guy. So, um, yes. And you know, so everyone's like, Oh sure. The twins took uh, the guy who was going to be cheaper than. Yeah. Yeah. The hometown guy. Well, the hometown guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that narrows us down to Ron Darling. All right. So, well, let's right. go ahead. Check, check in, in with Ron Darling. Shy town. Russell, what did you check in with? Yeah, so Andy immediately, uh, as the, the Cubs fan here, pointed out that Maurer was picked over Mark Pryor, so we knew he went number one. Hamilton, number one in 99 with a bullet. Garrett Cole knew he was number one. Knew Serhoff was number one. So ours also was kind of thinking 
Darling and, and Correa. And, and like Josh said, the Astros were picking number one a lot in that span. That was their whole trust the process thing. Um, they took Correa one. They took Appel, Brady Aiken. They took Bregman like third overall one year in that span. So we also checked in with Ron Darling. Both teams getting points here. The answer is Ron Darling. Back in the early 80s, if a player dared negotiate with a team who held the number one pick, it was considered disrespectful. And getting an agent was a big no-no. Darling tried both and fell to the number nine slot instead of being the number one overall, which he should have been. So the answer is Ron Darling. So what team had the number one overall pick that year? Do you know? Oh, geez. Uh, that would have been <laughs> Marcus, the Seattle uh, Mariners. <laughs> Ron Darling hired an agent and tried to negotiate <laughs> with the Mariners. Who did they take? Uh, did, it, did it have that there? What's that? Is it a, did, they, they, did they Mike take a Moore? name? Out of Oral Roberts, never heard of him. That, oh, yeah. that well, you don't you don't draft out of Oral Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Overall, that's... number he was a pitcher. Number two in that draft was Joe Carter. <laughs> um, number three was Dick uh, Schofield, uh, Terry Blocker, Matt Williams to Toronto, okay. Kevin McReynolds to the Padres, and Daryl Boston to the White Sox. Ooh, hmm. that David Boston. Not a ton of not a ton of. Uh, no, not a lot of big names. It seems like no. Can't think. Hey, there's not a lot of names on here. Even in the top first round, yeah. there's not a lot of names on here. Oh. A lot of names I never heard of. Probably, probably should have went Joe Carter. Probably should have went. Uh, Might have won Ron, Ron Darling. <laughs> 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 so there you go. So all right, on to question number three. Here we go. So question number three, the odd one out is the 2013-2014 NBA first team. Options are Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Joachim Noah, Chris Paul, my guy, James Harden, and LeBron James. We are checked in. All right, Chi-Town Russell's checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. Okay, so we're we're using Dan theory here. Going by position. Follow, follow the position and then find find two guys that play the same one. Right, and I think Chris Paul's the only real point guard. Well, right. I mean, Westbrook's kind of a one-two, I guess. But um, Noah would have gotten the center out of that bunch. Yeah, I mean, it, it's loose calling him a center, probably. But that was kind of around a time when there weren't as many. It was that little stretch before seven-footers kind of came back being right into favor again. Um. I agree. Durant would have been the power forward. Once again, calling him a power forward is a little. Yeah, it's a bit of a. But you got James. James is small small forward. forward. So we're looking at Westbrook and Harden. And I'm so I'm going off of timelines here. So 2012 was the year that the Mavericks beat Oklahoma City in the Western Conference Finals, and then I think they went pretty deep or to the finals the next year, Um, and then they shipped Harden off uh not too long after that so that's where i'm thinking that those guys might have been competing for that spot and yep. if harden was in houston i think he was lighting it up and so I agree this is before westbrook really took off so i mean i'm good with westbrook as our that's as our answer. that's yeah i think we're both settling in on the same place so go ahead okay. check that in all right let's check in with russell westbrook and shy town russell what did you check in with so we went down similar logic, um, but 
we thought it came down to who was the point guard because I'm in my mind, Russell Westbrook is a point guard. He's a point so, guard. So it's Russell Westbrook versus Chris Paul, uh, 2013. It's hard to remember, um, but we just we went with Westbrook's guy went out. Pretty sure Chris Paul was still doing his thing out in LA. Are both teams checking him with Russell Westbrook? Sorry, easy for me to say. And both teams will be getting their points. Um, two years before that, Westbrook was number one, first team and second team. Then in the 2013-2014 season, he was out because he had knee surgery in the summer before that season. Then he came back, played for a couple of uh, weeks, but got injured again and had to have knee surgery again. So he only played about uh, 30, I think, or 40 maybe of the games that season. So he was not on any of the All-NBA teams that season. All right, we'll move on to question number four. Top five all-time American goal scorers in FIFA Women's World Cup play. Your options are Abby Wambach, Megan Rapino, Alex Morgan, Mia Hamm, Michelle Akers, and Carly Lloyd. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, we'll check it in. Power Giants have checked in. Chi-Town Russell, you can target out. All right, so we don't have a lot here. I got um, nothing. I mean, I know all the names, obviously. Um, the women's teams have been so dominant recently. That's why I was leaning towards maybe me a ham, but... Um, yeah, she just played for a really long time but, yeah. and was the prominent goal scorer for a long time. Uh, and I, I don't follow it close enough to real remember if maybe one of this these are all big names maybe one of them is more of a defender or midfielder so they're not scoring quite as much um yeah. i believe that alex morgan and carly lloyd are goal scorers yes i'm pretty sure you're correct there um wombuck's played forever and her name rhymes with bombback so <laughs> <laughs> Take that how you will. <laughs> I was leaning towards Rapino when the names first came out. I don't know why. I feel like, you know, she got really popular a couple years ago. It's a pretty recent name, but I feel like she scored important goals, but maybe not a lot of goals. Yeah, I'm um, completely wrong because I don't pay attention. <laughs> Um, you, you know what? Uh, let's just go with that. I don't have any thunder for anything else. So let's let's check in with uh, Rapino. And Power Giants, what was your answer? Yeah, so we kind of went off of positions here. Um, we're pretty sure we were both pretty sure Michelle Akers was a name that was way up on there. The rest of those players, Wombach, Morgan, Ham, and Lloyd are all forwards, goal scoring forwards. The one midfielder in the list is Megan Rapino um and so that's why we kind of went with with that so we checked in with megan rapino all right no teams getting points here the answer is mia ham uh, so yeah. i have to Sorry, be uh, i have to be honest here guys i this uh, this drives me nuts when other people do it and i decided to do it just to kind of be a little bit sure. of a turd today sorry but sometimes people will do the top five and then they'll put number six in there so uh, sorry that's legit. I did that you don't have to you. have it no that's, i know i think so. i've done that every time yeah <laughs> so rapino and morgan have nine each lloyd has 10 acres has 12 10 
in the 91 tournament alone, right. which is a single season record or a single tournament record. And Wombach has 14. Mia Hamm is tied for sixth with eight. Question number five in the odd one out. The 2020-2021 current NHL points leader, oh, let me say that over. The 2020-2021 current NHL points leaders as of right this moment. The answers are Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane, Leon Drist. How do you say the name? Drystadel. Drystadel. There you go. Mitch Marner and Alex DeBrincat. Hey, Bombeck, you got a dartboard? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Dang. I don't. Well, I know what I'm hanging up in here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's better uh, than having I mean, a D12. No. But, uh, it's a slightly less nerdy D12. I, yeah, <laughs> I do have a D6. But, uh, there you go. We could just... Uh, Let's do it. I mean, I'd like to think that I, I could take maybe one of them off the list, but I don't know. I have not followed this season's NHL. I know the stars are awful. Um, I think I've heard of two of these guys. I know I've heard of two of I've these heard guys. Of three of them. I've heard of three. Of them. Oh, oh man, maybe, I've heard of four. Maybe three. Oh, wow. It might be a three. So I'm not as cool as Dan. I only have D D sixes right now, but uh, those are just called dice for normal people. No, it's a D six, <laughs> and this is a die. It's a singular. It's not multiple, so it is not a dice. It is a die. True. But you, you want me to give it a roll, and we're just going to go in the order he has them, and I like it. All right. Setting up D6 for success. So it's a five. <laughs> Checking in with five. <laughs> All right. We're checked in. With Mitch Marner? Well, not that? Hey! Oilers, <laughs> we're checking in. The other team still gets to discuss. Okay. I'm sure they're going to use our logic for that one. <laughs> All right. The Power Giants are checked in. <laughs> Shaitan Russell, you can talk it out. All right. So I mean, I've heard of the first four guys on this list. Well, that's better than I'm doing. Um, Austin Matthews is like the new young star of, of the league. Um, well, who's he play for? I don't know. All right. No, I'm just kidding. He plays for Toronto. Okay. So I just because I do I was coming on here, I was looking at the stats leaders the other day. Um, and none of that retained. Um, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember going to check to see how Patrick Kane was doing this year, and I think I remember him being top five in either goals or points, but not the other. Okay, it's probably and, he's probably top five in points then because he does a little bit of everything. Yeah, Matthews, I would. He's probably on there. Marner and DeBrincat, no one has heard of. So this time, I think the logic <laughs> of them being on the list makes sense. Like, I don't think Matt was like, you know, well, let me just, you know, randomly select someone and put them on this list that I've never heard of. Yeah. So I would think this is between McDavid and Dreisaitl. I mean, McDavid's one of the best players in the league every year. Maybe he's been hurt this year. I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing I don't follow. The thing is, he was hurt at the end of last year. I'm inclined to go McDavid just because he's the name that you would expect to be on here. Maybe he's been hurt or maybe he's, you know, passing. I, I don't know. Let's go with it. 
Why not? We're going to check in with Connor McDavid. All right. And <laughs> Power Giants, what did you check in with? <laughs> um, we checked in with five. Um, <laughs> that's what the die told right. us. So just put these in whatever order it takes for five to be the right answer. <laughs> uh all right from your list it looks like we checked in with mitch marner which is one of the guys who gets a who (laughs) we'll see if the answer actually whole list of who there you go all right no teams getting points here the answer is well let's go through the top five here real quick we had flawless logic number one and number two both from edmonton Connor mcdavid and leon uh how do you say it again scott drysidle Yep, uh, with 51 and 50 and 44 as of whatever the day today is, the 12th of March or something like that. Uh, number 13. three, uh, number three is Patrick Kane. Number four from Toronto is Mitch Marner. Number five is Austin Matthews, and the odd one out is Alex DeBrindicat, who is number 12, also from Chicago. I put him on there because Chicago, right? I was sure. thinking maybe Andy had known who? or knew that name. So who? So there you go. That Wait, doesn't even it sound like Debrin a real cat name. or Debrinda cat because you type sure. Debrinda Debrin cat. cat. Yep, his name is spelled D E capital B R I N cat. So Debrin cat. Sure. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, oh my All God. right. So after the second quarter, here are our scores. We have Chi-Town Russell with 140 and Power Giants with 150. And that brings us to the halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 20 points. I want to thank um, member of the bench, David Lukes, for helping out with today's halftime show. So here we go. Today's halftime is all about doppelgangers. I will give you a pre and post game like clue with two different people, one an athlete and one a celebrity, and you will tell me their names. 10 points for one correct answer and 20 for both. It's not a pre and post game in that the names merge together. The only thing that you have to go off of is that they look alike. But trust me, the clues are not horrible. I hope. These people actually look alike. Yes. We'll be the judge of that. If you Google athlete doppelganger, you will find a list of these that are pretty fun. So here we go. Question number one. It took a while, but this basketball coach may have become more famous than his brother. And is a quote-unquote actor who currently faces 330 years of prison time if found guilty of his charges. Oh, yes. There it is. Yeah. That, that's it. We're, check, we're checked in. <laughs> Shutdown Russell is checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. Is that really where we're going? I think we just had an epiphany. No, and the way they were talking and laughing a bit, too... I, is this really the route we're going? <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, I've never seen any of his work, so I don't know. I'm just going to go off of what you said. You've never seen this guy coach? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, Eric was pretty quick to to get, he's like, Van Gundy, question mark. And then I was like, 
Well, Stan would be the one who probably had to catch. So then I was like, all right, what doppelganger, doppelganger could look like Stan Van Gundy and could possibly have a bunch of, I, I guess I don't know if this uh, actor is facing a bunch of charges, but apparently he oh, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, so you, you're aware yeah. of that part. So yeah. that fits yeah. the, the Ron Jeremy. Somebody told me that. I didn't <laughs> but you've never seen any of his movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> TMZ just told you that he's going to face a bunch yeah. of charges. Yeah. And it fits. So. Okay. Well, we're going to check in with Stan Van Gundy and Ron Jeremy. And Shaitan Russell, what did you check in with? So Scott sent Stan Van Gundy, and I thought, who does he look like? Ron Jeremy. So we checked in with the same thing. Both teams getting points. The answer is Stan Van Gundy and Ron Jeremy. All right, we're going to move on to halftime question number two. This tennis player was born in Omaha, Nebraska, and a former player for the Austin Aces in the World Team Tennis League and is an actor who attended the University of Wisconsin before he became famous and broke his tailbone way back before he became famous. We're, we're 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 checked in. I I don't know if I agree, but we're checked in. Shaitan Russell is checked in. Power Giants talk it out. So okay, we know that Sean William Scott got his tailbone broken by some spare. <laughs> um, guys that look like Stepford, who's a tennis player. Like, I, I don't know what the Austin Aces is. Uh, the, is that a current? That must be a current ish thing. Like, yeah, since Roddick was around. World te- yeah, World Team Tennis is around. Yeah, Roddick. I mean, Roddick's he, the only one that I can think of that's kind of in that same. He'd be the only one that I think that could look similar to Sean William Scott. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'm fine with it. All right. Go ahead. Check it in. All right. Let's check it in. Sean William Scott and Andy Roddick. Chitown Russell, what did you check in with? I don't I don't see it personally, but we also checked in with Sean William Scott and Andy Roddick. Yeah, and you can blame uh, you know, the yield the internet when you Google sports uh athletes doppelganger for that one. So the answer is Andy Roddick and Sean William Scott. There are some pictures out there from when they were both young and they look amazingly similar. So question number three. This Creighton alum and two-time All-Star played for five different franchises in a 17-year NBA career and is an actor from Cedar Falls, Iowa, who got his start playing a kid from Wisconsin. Yeah, that, that's it, Andy. Go ahead. Yep, we're Bill checking. Shutdown no. Russell's checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. No, the I think the actor is um, from maybe that 70s show. One of the ones from... Oh, this is a... Oh, God. What's his name? He's got a. Who's br- was married to Demi Moore? Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. He's from Iowa, and he was oh, on yeah, that '70s yeah. show. That's where he got his start. Right. Um, does Ashton Kutcher look like Kyle Corver? Yes. Yes, he does. Because Kyle Corver went to Creighton, and he's is, played for a he, lot of teams. He, he's been. In, has he been in the league that long? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, yes. Um, then that's what I would go with. It'd be Kyle Corver and Ashton Kutcher. I agree. All right, we're going to check that in. Shaitan Russell, what did you check in with? So I wasn't sure on the basketball player. Scott sent Kyle Corver, and 
one of the most well-known doppelgangers to Kyle Korver is Ashton Kutcher. So that's what we checked in with. Both teams getting points. The answer is Kyle Korver and Ashton Kutcher. I'm waiting for the one that's Serena Williams and then the alien from the movie Alien. Whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa. Wow. I, I, no, no, no. The, that would be more Williams Sam is Cassell. A beautiful, lovely woman. What that would be no Sam Cassell would be with ET. They they have some... <laughs> uh, Sam Cassell there, would pick your alien. There, when we did Google this, uh, 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 David did have a list of about twenty of them, and about I'd say half of them were fictional characters, like cartoon characters. You know, a lot of uh, Chris Bosch and a dinosaur kind of a deal. Right. <laughs> Stuff. Sam, Cass- Sam Cassell looks like Mac from Mac and Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sam Cassell. I think sometimes I think Serena looks like the alien when she has, like, her braids down. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. I think you're thinking Predator, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, her yeah. face is more, is more alien-ish, though. All right. So, All should right, we move on? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Here we go. Question number four. This 30-year-old Spanish point guard has played for three teams, his current team twice, and is the left-handed drummer who played a right-handed drum kit for the world's most famous band of all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we can check that in. All right, Power Giants is checked in. Shytown Russell, you can talk it out. I, I, I... Trying to figure out who looks like Ricky Rubio and who could be considered the world's most famous band in some people's opinion, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I, I which led me to the Beatles and Ringo Starr. Like I, I can't how many other bands could you make that argument for, right? I mean Yeah, I'm I, I'm trying to remember their faces right now. I mean, I remember Rubio. I can see definitely Rubio's faces and it's it's sort of similar. They're white guys with long hair. Um, they they have some some olive skin tone to them. Ringo, you know, standing out because of how pasty white the other three were. True. Um, yeah, I got nothing better. Uh, let's let's go with that. Yeah, because it's like it it would you would have to think it would be a well known drummer, and there aren't that many drummers that, that are, you know, that you can just kind of name. I I I probably couldn't name one right now off the top of my head. So. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're going to check in with Ricky Rubio and Ringo Starr. And Power Giants, what did you check in with? Well, we couldn't remember the name of the one-armed guy from Def Leppard. We also <laughs> had that in our chat as well, and I said to Andy, I don't think anyone would consider Def Leppard the world's famous. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I, I think I, I can only name a few drummers. It's not Lars Ulrich. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't have enough tattoos to be Travis Barker, so... <laughs> Uh, we went with the same answer with Ricky Rubio and Ringo Starr. Well, first of all, the Def Leppard drummer who only has one arm is Rick Allen. And uh, number two, the answer is Ricky Rubio and Ringo Starr. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right, both teams getting points there. Which will take us on to question number five. This Pittsburgh alum holds the record for the lowest career sack percentage at 3.1 and is a performer who may still be more popular in Germany today than in the U.S. Yeah, I think we got it. We'll check that in. Power Giants checked in. Chi-Town Russell, you can talk it out. Andy, you got it. Yeah, that's that's got to be it. Yes. Uh, 
Pittsburgh alum, I think of Dan Marino right away. Uh, Germany, who's more famous in Germany than David Hasselhoff? So we went with Dan Marino and David Hasselhoff. That we'll check that in. And Power James, what did you check in with? Yeah, we checked in with the same thing: Dan Marino and David Hasselhoff. I'm, I'm not Both. convinced they look alike. I'd have to maybe see some picture of them right side by side because in my head they don't look much alike other than being white guys with dark hair do some Probably googling with athletes and doppelgangers <laughs> and you'll see some pictures that they do look really alike so both teams getting points there the answer is dan marino and don't hassle the hoff all right so after halftime we have a score of Town russell with 240 and power giants with 250 and now on to the second half We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Today's third quarter will be Pick and Roll. Pick and Roll. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the 10 items. If the team does not correctly identify all 10 items, the other team can attempt to finish this list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. We're about to get screwed here. In a 10-point game. Oh. Nuts and bolts, nuts and bolts, we got screwed. (laughs) I meant Matt Hasselbeck. Okay, so for the third quarter pick and roll, teams will get to choose from these four lists. So here we go. The team that will be choosing will be Chi-Town Russell. will choose the first two, and then I just restated exactly what Dan said. So I'll shut up and just name the list. List number one, the top ten leaders in most at-bats in Major League Baseball. History? Yep. Okay. List number two, the all-time Top 10 leaders in points scored in the NBA Finals, the series, not just an individual game, the whole series. List number three, all-time career interceptions leaders in NCAA Division I FBS history since they started keeping the stat in 1976. List number four, only 10 schools at the highest level of the NCAA have over 37 national championships to, in its history. Three have over 100. Name those top 10. Wow. Well, I know what I want, <laughs> Andy, but we can. All right. Um, where are you leaning right now? The first two. That's where I was too. I, I yeah. Like, I... We're on the same I... team. Uh, uh, yeah. college, college football interceptions. I don't know. Nope. The other one just it's a stab in the dark yeah so if it sounds like we're both good with the the first two yep 
All right, Matt, we're going to choose the top 10 leaders with the most at-bats in MLB history and the all-time top 10 leaders in points scored in the NBA Finals. All right. And Power Giants, that means you'll have list number three and four, which is the interception leaders in NCAA Division I FBS history since 1976 and the top 10 NCAA schools with the most national championships. So yeah. let's start off with which one would you guys like to start off with, Chi-Town Russell? Uh, let's start off with uh, MLB. Okay, so list number one, top 10 leaders with most at-bats in MLB history. And let me know when you've checked in. That's 10 right there. Do you want to go with those 10? Yep, let's do it. Let's right. check in. Go ahead and start. Give me your list. All right, I'll do it nice and slowly for you, Matt. Thank uh, you. We have Ricky Henderson, Ernie Banks, Hank Aaron, yep, Willie Mays, Eddie Murray, Derek Jeter, Craig Biggio, Pete Rose, Reggie Jackson, and Albert Pujols. You have four correct. Oh, man. Uh, the correct ones you got number one with, I'm not going to give the numbers because they're like, you know, in the tens of thousands or not 10, over 10,000. Number one is Pete Rose. Number two, Hank Aaron. Number six, Eddie Marie. And number seven, Derek Jeter. Uh, not on the list you had were Ricky Henderson, um, Eddie, uh, duh, duh, uh, duh, Banks. Ernie. Uh, Ernie Banks. Oh, my gosh. Willie Mays, Craig Biggio, uh, Jackson, and Pujols. Pujols is uh, the active leader. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Okay, so Power Giants, that gives you the opportunity to pick up six open positions. Okay, so we I recently did a list of most outs made. Yep. I'm trying to remember. It's got to be somewhat parallel to this list. And so I like Yastrzemski. Pretty sure he was on there. Okay. That list ended with Beltre and Brooks Robinson, who are tied at number 10. I like Beltre. I mean, 18 years. I mean, I, I think, doesn't Ty Cobb have to be on this list? Man, he, he was the, the most, hits leader hits for... Leader. Right. So I, that I think be. Cobb has to be on there. Yep. You had said Ripken Jr. He played forever. Yeah. Got a lot of at-bats because he didn't yep. sit. Okay, one, two, three, four... And then we're going 3,000 hit club here. So we've got a handful of them to go through. Right. Robin so, Yount. Paul Robin Yount. I like, I like Yount. Molitor. We have Winfield. Winfield. Boggs. Gwynn. Molitor. I like Winfield just because, you know, he, okay. I mean, he's a Minnesota guy. I, I okay. like him. But. All right. I'm cool with that. Uh, so we'll say, so just to make sure before we check in, yep. Ty Cobb. Adrian yep. Beltre, Carl Yastrzemski, Kyle Ripken Jr., Robin Yount, and Dave Winfield. Uh, yeah, those names okay. sound good to me. That's what we'll check in with. Okay, so you said... Ty Cobb. Okay. Adrian Beltre. Mm-hmm. Carl Yastrzemski. Okay. Cal Ripken Jr., Robin, right. Ye Robin Yunt, and <laughs> Dave Winfield. Uh, you gentlemen got the rest of the list. Yay! Wow. <laughs> well played, guys. Thank you. 
All right, so just as an FYI, Ted Williams was number one hundred and eighty-one on that oh, list. <laughs> yeah, so just close. his his two his two stints in the military just That's really. Right. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I I searched in the uh, on uh, baseballreference.com and I went through like seven Williams before I got to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so there you go. All right, so then um, Power Giants uh, out of your two lists, which would you like to start with? You start with the championships, Josh. I think so because I think that other one's going to be a bear. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll start with the championships. All right. Go ahead and check in when you're ready for the uh, top ten NCAA schools with the most national championships. Okay. All right. Go with those That's ones. Cool. Yeah. All right. We're ready to check in. Okay. Go ahead and give me your list. Okay. We are checking in with Stanford. UCLA, mm-hmm. USC, Texas, North Carolina, Ohio State, Michigan, Princeton, Florida, and Penn State. All right. You got one, two, three, four, five, six of the ten. And the number one position, Stanford, with a dominating 123 total total, uh, titles. Then you got number two, UCLA, with 118. I guess it wouldn't be dominating. They're only behind by five, but anyway. Um, Then number three at 107 is USC. Then at number five with 51 is Penn State. Number six. At 47 is Texas, and number eight at 44 is UNC. So there are four available left. Um, The ones you missed were Ohio State, Michigan, Princeton, and Florida. Florida, okay. So uh, Chi-Town Russell, four left for you to grab. So I crossed uh, – We on my list, I have three left from what we talked about. We have Michigan State. Um, Notre Dame. Yep. And I also wrote down Harvard. Just if Princeton's not there, I feel like Harvard might be. Yeah. Um, I, I'm pretty confident in Michigan State because I, I think they're – weren't they really good at, like, gymnastics? And they've, they're, like – We know they, they've won at least a few in basketball – um Notre Dame too that's the thing they obviously won something in football women's college basketball they've won a few and it's just one of those really old schools that's been right. powerful I'm, for a I'm while. good with going with Michigan State and Notre Dame and Harvard okay I like I like all three of those we could double up on Ivies I mean the thing is they're gonna you know play each other yeah I mean I, I live in New Haven um I just yeah I just don't recall Yale having that many national okay. championships. What about like Army, Navy? Hmm. Army, not bad. Arm, right. I mean, I think they do well in like crew and stuff like that, and obviously yeah. very early in football. And yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. All right. So, do you want to do Michigan State, Notre Dame, Harvard, and Army? Yeah. Let's let's check that in. All right. Okay, so we checked in with Michigan State, Harvard, Army, and what was the other one? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. All right, no correct answers there for you guys on that one. 
So I forgot my apologies. Uh, the incorrect answers that you guys gave in the um, uh, Power Giants. Uh, Florida was number 11 and Michigan was number 12. Mm. The ones that were missed at number four with 52 is Oklahoma State, said by uh, Scott. Said by Scott. Uh, then at number seven with 46 is Arkansas. Really? Then at number nine with 43 is Mason School, LSU. Oh, then at number 10 here. was said by Scott also with 38, California. Ooh. Rounding up the top 15 are Denver, Oregon, Georgia, and Maryland. Hmm. Denver. Denver. That must be. University of Denver. It could have hold you. I'm surprised Denver. none of the Ivy League snuck in. I thought yeah. I thought there would because they were dominant early on in some like Princeton won all the early on football ones. And yeah. I figured they had to have won other like team crew and other yeah, things like, that, like but that. I was kind of surprised that there wasn't one granted. We didn't take a stab on more than one, but. Uh, um, and just as an FYI, one of the things that they did say on here on the NCAA website that's on, it says uh, they, the it says different sports one within. So it must've been team sports. It sounds like, cause Stanford had 20 different sports that they won championships in UCLA 20 USC, 17 Florida, 14. So yeah, lots of different sports. Whereas Oklahoma state, just five. Yeah. Hmm. Must be team wrestling. I bet you that must've been what it was. A lot of them there. Okay, so we're moving on over to Chi-Town Russell with your second list, which is the all-time top 10 leaders in points scored in NBA Finals games. So go ahead and let me know when you're ready to check in. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, let's go with that. All right. We are checked in. All right, go ahead and start giving me your list then. All right. LeBron James. Who? Okay. LeBron James. LeBron. Sorry. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar slash Lou Sindor. Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Michael Jordan. Tim Duncan. Larry Bird. James Worthy. Bill Russell. Shaquille O'Neal. And Bob Cousy. All right. Chi-Town Russell has gotten four. Whoa. Of the 10, correct. Wow, we are terrible. Oh, my gosh. Shoot. The four that they got correct were number two, LeBron James. Number three, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar slash Lou Alcindor. Number four, Michael Jordan. And number six, Bill Russell. So Power Giants, that leaves three. I'm sorry, Power Giants, that leaves six open slots for you to capture. I think the rest of these might be dominated by uh, Celtics, Lakers, and Celtics. Um, they definitely took a bunch of the ones we had. They had, we had the four that they got, yeah. and we had probably about half of those other ones on our list. Yep. So we still have Jerry West. Yep. John Havlicek. John Havlicek. We had uh, Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. You said magic. Magic, yeah. Uh, and then I was trying to think of the other scores from those Russell teams. I think Sam Jones. Yeah. But the question is, do we have another? Did we have another that I'm missing? 
that they didn't uh, guess that we there's Pippin. Yeah, I'm just not sure if he would have scored enough in those six. Six. Yeah, the I mean we had Pippin and Chamberlain who were both yeah, I, and we both agree that we don't think Wilt played in enough finals. No. So you're thinking of somebody who played in quite a few. And that's where I'm I mean the, that Russell Celtic team went to like eight well they won oh, no. 11 yeah. Russell won 11 and right. I think a lot of those guys and that wasn't an era where people left so you got to think no. there's some other I'm trying to think of who some of the other guys off there was another Jones I can't remember his first name I don't know if he was a big scorer because I know there were two Jones um oh god who is the one guy that John Pina was upset he didn't get on a previous Celtics list um, once Stuart Scott, so <laughs> uh, Tom 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 Heinzman or Heinzen or something like that. I don't know if he was a Tommy Heinzen. 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 Was he a scorer? Was he a big scorer? I don't know. If... Uh, I mean, if he played on all those teams, I mean, he was definitely on those teams, and he's one of their Tommy Heinzen. I think that's the name. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'd be a good guess, or if there's another. I mean, they had Worthy, which would have been another good one. Yeah, that that was one of the names that popped into my head. I didn't put it in the chat, but it definitely was thinking of guys that were with that Lakers squad. I mean, it's George Mikan going back to the Minneapolis Lakers. Yeah. I mean, I know he was their, you know, main scorer, you know, before uh, Elgin Baylor right. came along too. So I like I like Baylor. I like Magic. Um, I like Havlicek and West. I think I feel good with Sam Jones from that Celtics team, those teams. Okay, so then we just got to decide between maybe Mike getting Heinsohn and... Pippen is still kind of out there. Maybe Mike in? Okay. Just because I know he was pretty dominant for the Minneapolis Lakers. Who were a pretty dominant team when he was playing. So Yep. Yep. Okay, Okay. so we're going to check in with Jerry West... Elgin Baylor, Magic Johnson, uh, John Havlicek, Sam Jones, and George Mikan. All right. Power Giants has successfully gotten five of the six remaining. Uh, number one on the list with a bullet, uh, almost 1,679 points, is Jerry West. The logo. Yep. Uh, number five on the list is Elgin Baylor. Number seven on the list is Sam Jones. You're right. This is going to be littered with a lot of Lakers and Celtics. Number nine on the list is John Havlicek. And number 10 is Magic Johnson. The one missing, the one that you said, is Tommy Ekek Heinsohn. I I didn't have a strong... No thunder there. (laughs) And then when I came up with Mike and I couldn't get him kind of out of my... Do you know where Mikan was? Is he on? Yeah, so I'm going to list there. So because okay. a lot of these names are listed here. Number eleven, we'll go down because there's a lot of names here. Okay, I'll be at eleven. Shaquille at twelve. James Worthy at thirteen. Mm-hmm. My dog's barking outside at number fourteen. No, just kidding. Tied <laughs> at number fourteen is George Mikan, who surprisingly only played five seasons in the NBA. So uh, I don't know. Them, I'm assuming they count his stats from the um, seasons that he played in the BAA. So. I'm not quite sure, but yeah, so one, two, three, four, I'm sorry, six seasons in the NBA. My apologies. Uh, then he's tied with Steph Curry at okay. 740. 
Then Larry Bird, Kuzi, Bob Pettit. I think that was a name you were reaching for, Josh. Maybe I think I can't remember. Uh, Tim Duncan, Dwayne Wade, Dennis Johnson, uh, Mm. Pippen, Chamberlain, Ramsey, Hagen, uh, Sharman, Irving, Mikhail, Thompson, Parker. So So we had all our our whole list. Andy was in the top 20. It's just most of them were in the teens. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like obviously there was a lot of crossover of because we had a lot of the names. You you helped us take some names off our list. We probably would have gone with. uh, I couldn't remember how many finals like, you know, Koozie and Pettit and some of those guys had played in. And there's not as much scoring back then. So it's like Shaq played in five finals, but he probably outscored a guy that played in eight in the 60s you know because mm-hmm. some of them boring some of those guys okay that'll bring us to our fourth list which will be started off by power giants and that is the all-time career interception leaders in ncaa division one fbs history since the statistic was starting was started to be kept in 1976 do you have any dice with ncaa football player names on them <laughs> to be honest, uh, this would. The reason I picked this list is because, at, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be surprised if I've heard of more than two of these people. I, I think that the two teams could combine on this one, and we still wouldn't come up with more Half than three. <laughs> like if we're down, like let's just we can do a pick and roll where all of us, can <laughs> and we each get the points. Do a dean, and then we still won't get any. Can we transform this to a dean's list and see? <laughs> um so okay well we'll oh, try boy. to come up we'll give it a shot i will just this isn't giving any hints but i will tell you there are and you guys know me there are five names on this list that i know very very well that you okay. guys do know also no. and so the only reason he knows I sol- five guys which means we know maybe two yep no okay. no 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 no, no, no. seriously since 1976 no, though matt i'm being honest with you here okay i'm sorry <laughs> We probably will have heard of two of these people. If you've heard of five, if you know them, five of them. Um, okay, uh, so then go ahead and let me right. know when you're checked in. Uh, do you want to use that one as the last that you put? Yeah, let's just use that one as the last. That's all one. right, we're ready to check in. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and start giving me your names? You want to give them or you want me to give go them? Go ahead. Go all ahead. Right. And we're going with the two doubles, right? Yes, we're going with okay. two doubles. All right, we're going to start. We're going to have two doubles. We're going to go with... Woodson and Woodson. Okay. Williams and Williams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sanders, Reed, Smith, Johnson, Green, and Barber. Uh, you have gotten two out of the ten, correct? <laughs> we got two. Uh, you got um, number nine and number ten. <laughs> <laughs> at tied for there are one two three four five people tied with 21 for these six through 10 slot so and that is uh with 21 ed reed and uh with 21 wake forest great alfonso smith hey a lucky smith that's why smith. lucky smith has got any points <laughs> damn all right, so Chi Town Russell, you have eight slots to try for. Right. Oh boy, that's good because no, I actually know all eight, so we should be. No, all kidding. right. <laughs> well, all right. So I'm really amazed. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really amazed there wasn't one Williams on that list. So 
I've, I've been building a list over here, Andy. All right. And I've literally been doing the same thing as them. I just have last names that I think would be good defensive backs. <laughs> <laughs> took a bunch of mine. I had Smith. I had Williams. Well, that's... You know. I, I still have Jones, Jackson, Johnson, Brown, and Davis. Ooh. Those Ooh. are good last names. Right? Don't they all sound like defensive backs? They all do. do. Um, and then I was thinking maybe Griffin, because Texas, DBU, has had three different guys named Griffin, Michael Griffin, Cedric Griffin, and then the one that played for the Titans, whose first name I won't say. Um, so I was thinking maybe we throw Griffin as the last name on there. No, I'm right. Voldemort Griffin. <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> and then our only other strategy was trying to think of maybe guys that were drafted kind of high, but yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there's five guys that we should have heard of. Right, so, so no, I don't think Alfonso Smith was one of them. Yeah, I agree. So there's I mean, four of them left, I would think. Remember, that's five that Matt says you should have heard. Yeah, right. so they all they played in 1913. This is from 1976 <laughs> to current. <laughs> so I, I yeah, again, I, I don't even know who those guys would be though, Andy. Like, I, well, I got to get my mug ready. <laughs> oh no, there there are some. There are some of those. Yeah. <laughs> From our chat, we had Tyla, Patrick Peterson, Champ Bailey. I like Peterson and Bailey. I do too. Maybe the Honey Badger, but again, the, he got suspended guys, a bunch, and I mean, they only played three years. Like Jalen Ramsey and those guys, they don't, you know, they, it's like they didn't play all four. So yeah, I think the Honey Badger only played like a year and a half, right? Yeah, because he got getting suspended and everything. Right. So we're going to check in with Brown, Davis, Jackson, Jones, Peterson. Bailey, Thomas, and Adams. Okay. Some, those are some good names. They are some great names. Yes, yeah. You came close. There's a Thompson, but not a Thomas. You did not get any correct. Oh, man. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get the mug ready. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. I'm more disappointed that they didn't get any than we did almost. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> there were some better DP names in that there, list. There were. Exactly. <laughs> Your top uh eight then uh number one from 80 to 83 with 27 interceptions out of bowling green is martin bayless who martin bayless was a uh he was a fourth round draft pick and he did skip around the nfl for about Uh, uh, i see what you did there (laughs) then uh number two out of boston college uh tony thurman Tony Thurman only has college football statistics. He has no pro uh, statistics. So then a name that I, when I Google searched it, number three on the list with 25 out of Texas Tech's Texas Tech, excuse me, with 25 is Tracy Saul, a name I had never heard of before. And when I looked for it, he has no records at all. Hey, we're three for three (laughs) on the who's. (laughs) Yeah, where's the guys we've heard of? Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Number four on this list, 2001 out of Washington State, Lamont Thompson with 24. Oh, all right. Here we go. Nope. Yep. Here we go. Number five out of Florida State from 1989 to 91 with 21 is Terrell Buckley. Okay. Okay. I've heard of Buckley. Okay. That's that's Uh, two besides Ed Reed. Okay. From eighty-five out of air, from eighty-five to eighty-seven out of Arizona, Chuck Cecil. Who? Chuck Ooh. Cecil played in the NFL for like fifteen years. Who? Chuck Never Cecil. Chuck Come on, he's a hard-hitting safety. He played for the Packers and the Cardinals. That's why you know yeah. him. He played yeah, for the seriously. Packers. No one else knows. I did try to go through it. Whatever. He played in the NFL for a long time. 
Uh, then uh, t- again, tied for number six, that's Chuck Cecil. Then number six, also Jamar Fletcher out of Wisconsin from eighty from ninety eight to two thousand. Okay, I've heard of from two thousand. Yeah, Jamar Fletcher. He played for he played in the NFL. Nope. Then two thousand two to oh four, current defensive coordinator for the Badgers, Jim Leonard. Who you don't know Jim Leonard, Josh? I have never Jim heard no the name Jim Leonard. Seriously, Jim Leonard was a, he played for the Ravens and he played for the Bills. He was a he was an oh seriously not Jim a Leonard. that is this is the first time I've ever heard that name. I mean, Jim I've heard Leonard. Jim Leonard probably as like an investment banker, <laughs> but not as a defensive back. Jim Leonard played for the Bills, Ravens, Jets, Broncos, and Saints from 05 to 14. So Where did he go to college? In seasons, he went to Wisconsin. That's why you know him. He's a no, backup I know him So we've got he... a Packer and two Wisconsin guys that he knows. <laughs> he was a three-time All-Star, a three-time first-team All-Big Ten in college. That means nothing um, to me. Okay, whatever. He's from Ladysmith, Wisconsin. And then Ed Reed and Alfonso Smith. Hey, I set the hey. proper over-under at two. <laughs> it was yeah, a push. Just because you don't know Chuck Cecil and Jim though. Leonard, that's your fault. Two. Jim Leonard. People know Jim Leonard. Yeah, but there's people four people right here not, that don't. People who went Jim to uh, people who are Wisconsin fans or... I don't know Jim Leonard because of my Wisconsin fandom. I know Jim Leonard because he was an awesome safety in the NFL. You didn't know him because he was a, apparently an awesome safety for the Badgers. I mean, I I knew of him, but I didn't no. know back in two thousand two. I was more I my priorities were on gals, eh, not on college nope, football. Sorry, nice, nice. So, two after the third quarter, we have Shytown Russell with three hundred and twenty points and Power Giants with four hundred and forty. And that'll bring us to the fourth quarter. the fourth quarter known as put your fours up this quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each not to exceed their current point total so the categories for today are as follows thief in the night which is about major league baseball left out which is about college basketball Consistency, which is about the NFL. News, which is about current events. And it's not Jim Abbott, which is about athletes from Michigan. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in the category of Thief in the Night. Ricky Henderson led the AL in steals every year from 1980 to 1991, except 1987, when he was beaten by what future ESPN and Major League Baseball Network analyst? We can lock this in. No, no, hold on, hold we on. Don't, we don't, we, we don't lock check. in here. Hold I know, on. That's why it's. Oh, oh, oh we can man. Check this in. Got okay. I, I missed the check beginning part. Yeah. I missed the beginning part. Sorry. <laughs> just just hold on. Just yeah. Cause you want to check in? Yeah, I'm confused by what they're doing. So I'm just Eric said they were locked in. I don't know what I did. So, I so you're you're okay. You well, no, no, you I'm guys saying, do it, yeah, yeah, no, no. No, I'm hundred percent on this. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can somebody please check in? We'll we'll explain it <laughs> yes. when we can. All right, we will check in. 
Okay. Okay. Shacktown <laughs> Russell will be checking in. Power Giants, you can explain to us what's going on. You go Why first. We checked in. I thought. Eh, go ahead. No, you locked in. <laughs> they don't recognize my lock-ins. No, oh, punishing. you locked in. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> okay, so this guy famously after the season got a phone call from Ricky Henderson where Ricky Henderson called him and said, Harold Reynolds is, he said, Harold is Henderson. And he said, Oh yeah. Or it's Ricky. He always called himself in third person. And then he said, said, yeah, Ricky said, congrats. You know, you won the stolen base with only like 50 stolen bases. And, uh, and this guy goes, yeah. And he goes, Ricky, will have 50 by the all-star break. And then he hung up and that was it. Like that was the congratulatory phone call he got this year. It was, that my confusion was I missed the AL part because I know ah. that Vince Coleman was the right. MLB steals leader for the 87. Ah, yeah. But the one year that Ricky Henderson didn't win it, it was Harold Reynolds that in won the it. American league. Cause in the American league. Right. Cause yeah. Cause Vince Coleman had over a hundred. I think he might be the last guy who was over a hundred in the national league or uh, just in general. I'm not sure that Henderson went over a hundred after that. Did he? uh yeah i'm not sure but but for sure i, I just heard Reynolds. something about so yeah i'm cool with your with your answer for the al so yep check it in harold for 100 points okay and shytown russell what did you go check in with and for how many points stolen bases they used to be so much fun i miss them uh yeah this one was pretty pretty easy we also checked in with harold reynolds for 100 points both teams will be getting points. The answer is Harold Reynolds. After the first question, score update here real quick. Chi-Town Reynolds has 420 points. Chi-Town Reynolds now. Chi-Town Reynolds. <laughs> Reynolds. And then Power Giants have 540 points. And Josh, you're messaging me, not Eric. So. Oh, well, that explains why he didn't see the... Yeah, I sent Vince Coleman right away. And then I said, oh, A.L., yeah. Matt, where where's Chi-Town Russell? Yeah. Not what Chi-Town Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> oh, Chi-Town Russell. Sure. I've lost control of this because oh, of Harold Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Oh, moving boy. on to question number two in the fourth quarter. David Luke's helped me out with this one too. So he gave me a couple of these questions here in the fourth quarter. What is the only state that has never had a school take part in March Madness, specifically the NCAA men's basketball tournament? Alaska is the exception since they have no NCAA Division One basketball school. Go ahead and check in, Andy. All right, yeah, we'll check in. Chi Town Russell is checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. Vermont definitely been. Um, what else did we say? Wyoming. Wyoming. They've. I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure they've, they've been. been. Hawaii's been. North Dakota State's been. It, the one I'm getting caught up on is Maine. I think they only have one. I think Maine is the only Division One basketball program. Yeah, because I'm thinking if there's a Portland, the Portland state is a port, other Portland, Oregon. Um, the, and then the only other one I can think of is um, is Delaware. But the I, I think hasn't Delaware gone? I think I want to say yeah. I'm, I mean, I. I I can't remember Maine going either. And if it's not one of those big, big mountain kind of states out West, then I, I think of the Northeastern schools that Maine is the only one that, that really pops into my head is. Yeah. Not having gone. 
So I'm good with that. We can check in with that. We're going to check in with Maine for 50 points. And Shaitan Russell, what did you check in with? All right. So I don't know. I feel like I've read this question and I heard this question somewhat recently and I just could not remember the answer. Um, I, I think when I heard it the first time, I thought Maine right away, but I think Maine was in a few years ago. Um, and then I thought it was either one of the Dakotas or New Hampshire. Um, I'm pretty sure North and South Dakota states have both been in. Um, I couldn't get myself off of New Hampshire. I think is it Dartmouth that's there. I don't know if they've ever made it into the tournament. So we checked in with New Hampshire for 80 points. One team getting points here. The answer is the Maine Bearcats. Ah. Boy, I'm not going to lie. I was scared when you said New Hampshire. That one, I, I was trying to rack my brain on. Yeah. They were on our short list, like New Hampshire, Maine, and the Dakotas, and it's like trying to. I don't know. Up. Does New Hampshire have any other universities? Southern New Hampshire State University. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to question number three of the fourth quarter. There are only two running backs in NFL history to rush for ten thousand yards without missing a start. One is the all-time great Jim Brown. The other is not even in the Hall of Fame yet. Who is that other running back? Sure. I, I don't think we're going to do better. All right. We're checked in. Shaitan Russell is checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. The names that are sticking out. So we, we said Frank Gore, but we're pretty sure Frank Gore had some injuries. Yeah, I think so. Um, A, AP is right out. Oh, yes. No. Um, Marshawn Lynch is sticking in my brain. I feel like he's missed some games, but see that I'm just having trouble naming another Seattle running back from that time frame. So that's why. I'm... Well, they had a bunch of guys who would just come in and do well because of the system. Um... Yeah. So then we've got, if we're looking at those are quote active guys that may may meet that um, recent retirees who may not be in. Uh, I don't know if Tiki Barber, Clinton Portis, Sean Alexander, you said Steven Jackson, Fred Taylor. I mean, the two names that I think I'm most stuck on are Tiki Barber and, um, and Marshawn. I'm trying to, I don't know if I recall Tiki Barber missing a game. Like, I don't yeah. remember him having a, any major injury. Is, it, is he over 10,000, you think? Man. Probably. Probably. I mean, he was there Played running for a long back time. for... Yeah, I mean, he had the split with Brandon Jacobs, so he was able to kind of – but Jacobs wasn't like a yardage guy. That was Tiki's thing. I think that – I, for some reason – If you like that, I like that. I mean, like I, I think said, I like Barber more than okay. Lynch. So okay. All right, go ahead cool and check that. that in. Let's check in Tiki Barber. For how many points? For 100. For 100 points. points. Tiki Barber for 100 points. Shaitan Russell – what did you check in with and for how many points? Uh, I like the Tiki Barber answer. I thought I remember him getting hurt a little bit, but that, that could very well be correct. We do around, you know, pretty much the same names with similar logic who wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame and then trying to remember who's in and who's not and things like that. So uh, we just went with someone who was very durable that we know got 10K because, again, the other thing was like 
there's a lot of names, but it's like, ah, did he get to 10? So we went with someone we know for sure at least got to 10 and that was very durable during his playing days, probably in the Hall of Fame, but we weren't sure. So uh, we checked in for 100 points with Curtis Martin. All right. No teams getting points on that uh, question. The answer is Eddie George. Ah, oh. last name I put on our list. I thought about bringing him up, but it's like hmm. you'd think he would have missed some maybe towards I the, actually, the I, Cowboys. I actually thought he was already in the Hall of Fame. And, that's and why also, he should be. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess I wouldn't have assumed he went over 10,000 yards, to be honest with you. Yeah. He just over 10,000 yards. The reason that this came up was because the Titans. Um, um, either this year or the year before, put up a thing about how Eddie George and Jim Brown on their Twitter that are the only two to have this stat. So interesting. But that was interesting. Eddie George, yep. get that man in the Hall of Fame. And oh. if you have not seen him in Chicago on Broadway, do so. <laughs> Question number four in current events. On March 10th, 2021, the NFL decreased its salary cap for the first time since its creation in 1994. Within one million, what is the 2021 NFL salary cap set at? All right, uh, we'll okay. check in. Power Giants has checked in. Shy Town Russell, talk it out. I have no clue. Um, I don't either. I can tell you what teams have the most salary cap relief, like this offseason for free agents, because I was researching it yesterday. But I don't know what the the new number is. And I don't know what like. What's even like a ballpark? I remember I used to play Madden, you know, franchise Uh-oh. mode, and I'd have Gosh. to do the, the salary cap there. And I remember just you'd play like ten seasons, and it would get ridiculous. I said 165 million. That seems like a number I remember from playing in Madden, but I don't know if that was like eight years into my franchise or right at the beginning. So um, I'm fine with that. All right, um, we'll check in with 165 million for zero points. And Power Giants, what did you check in with? We checked in with $182.5 million. I think it came down 0.7 from what? Uh, or, some, or 7 or something. I don't know. It came down some. Um, but we're checking $182.5 million with for 50 points. One team getting points here. The wow. answer is $182.5 million on the nose. The anticipated level was supposed to be nearing uh, $200 million, but they uh, they dropped it down, obviously, because of the COVID situation. No fans they, affects your bottom dollar? I know, right? And on top of that, uh, you know, the NBA decided to basically just do like a one-year, you know, dip and then come back up, hopefully, after things rebound. Um, the NFL could have went down, they thought initially to go down to like 160 million, which would have put almost every single team totally would have screwed people over. But um, now teams are just going to go ahead and sign guys to really long contracts and spread it out as long as they can uh, in hopes that it'll new TV contract will bounce it up over to 225 million. I think there's going to be a lot of guys who are going to sign one year deals. You're seeing all these guys getting these extra, like, fake years to spread out their annuities so that, i mean that's what they're doing to get under the cap 877 cash now <laughs> oh the changing one word deal <laughs> you said annuity i couldn't resist <laughs> they're a sponsor aren't they or wait no okay. all right let's move on to question number five which will be under the category of it's not uh jim abbott athletes from michigan 
What athlete, actor, and Hall of Famer from a different quote-unquote sport was at one time the second highest recruited basketball player from the state of Michigan after Magic Johnson? Uh, we're going to check in. Okay. Chi-Town Russell's checked in. Power Giants, you can talk it out. So with that sport, I keep going to pro wrestling. Yeah, I mean. The basketball recruit who obviously didn't, well, maybe he did play some college ball, possibly. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. But actor, like, so I'm thinking like tall guys, like, you know, like Kevin Nash or something. Yeah. I mean, so Andre the Giant was French, so that rules. Right. Him. So I'm trying to think of guys who might, like, how old is Kevin Nash? Is he roughly Magic's age, do you think? I mean, he was like, a, isn't he almost like seven feet? He's a tall. Yeah, he's seven, what, seven foot, seven more. Um, That's where I'm trying to tackle from. Was Did he act? I mean, all those like attitude era wrestlers were in some sort of movie i think they released a bunch of <laughs> so that's where my brain just went to was <laughs> since he said sport i went pro wrestling and i'm thinking tall that's all i got yeah and i i will say i i know i brought up the um bruce slash caitlin jenner um thing because athlete maybe hall of fame in a different sport drafted in the nba but, weirdly enough but, but calling it sport but that's the quote the quotes around sport they sorry let's do that they played a legitimate sport yeah so i mean i i don't think we're gonna (laughs) for the lack for our own sanity i say we can we can go with nash sure i mean he's a big tall white guy big old dude yep i'm good (laughs) with a sport yeah all right so we're gonna go kevin nash for 50 points yeah question mark shrug Chi-Town, uh Russell, what did you check in with and for how many points? So wrestling is my thing, and I really like their answer. I like your answer better than our answer. Uh, Kevin Nash played Super Shredder in Ninja Turtles. He was also in Magic Mike, so mm-hmm. he is an actor, and he's really tall, and I know he played basketball. Um, I don't know if he's from Michigan. I don't know. Uh, and I don't know if the timeline adds up. He might be a little bit younger than Magic Johnson, but... I, I like that a lot. Uh, we attacked it from the same angle, trying to think what would be considered a quotation sport. Uh, and then the timeline, this person would be in high school in the early 70s. Magic graduated Michigan State in 79. He played three years. So he would have been in high school from like 72 to 75. So trying to think of the timeline and someone that I know was in the WWE Hall of Fame celebrity wing. Uh, he was an athletic guy, perhaps. Uh, we checked in with Mr. T, and we wagered some amount of points that I forgot. 40. 40 points. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one team getting their points, the answer is Kevin Nash. Wow. wow. Nice job, man. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Great pull. You, you heard all of my reasoning. <laughs> when you said Mr. T... Eric had brought up Mr. T. Yeah, I was in the same boat you were. I'm like, well, he's in that, yeah, that entertainer's wing of the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, the timeline kind of matched up. Obviously more of an actor, but I don't know where Mr. T is from. I don't either. I I was like, I could see him being from Michigan. He could be. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With a respectable 200 points, Chi-Town Russell. And our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Peter Tom Willis Award with 590 points is the Power Giants. 
Anything guys would like to say before we call it a night? Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll take over here. Andy, thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, it was a lot of fun playing with you. Had a good time. Uh, appreciate, again, your patronage. Appreciate you being a fan of the show and a supporter. We continue to do it. We're coming up on a year now, and, and the, we would not be able to do that if it weren't for for people like yourself. So definitely appreciate you coming on. Hope you had a good time. Uh, hopefully the Bears uh, do a little bit better than we did here <laughs> with or without Russell Wilson. I guess we'll see. But, uh, you know, thanks for, for coming on and playing with me. Yeah, uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I'm a huge fan. Um, been listening to you guys since day one. It's it's funny that the day I lost my job last year was uh, the last Friday in May. It's when you dropped you guys' teaser. So I've been uh, listening since that day, and it's been it's been a great great year. I'm back working now. I um, really had a great time. The questions were great. Um, wish could done better on those lists. I was oh man, that was rough. But you know what? I'm a big fan of fan of you, Scott, and I'm happy to have a ride on the the L train. And now I'm uh, <laughs> I know what my next purchase is going to be. So really appreciate you guys having me on. You're officially a passenger, buddy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, really appreciate you coming on and being, being a supporter. Um, yeah. You're, you are a prime example of why we do this. Um, aside from us having a really good time doing it, um, like we probably would do it even if we were the only people listening, but we're glad that there are those like you who are listening and enjoying and we're going to keep doing this as long as we can. And, uh, I always like it. So, and uh, Eric, I'm glad we got you a win in your first official game as a bench warmer. Yes. Uh, I, we, we paired up pretty well. We it was good. We, yeah. 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 I was, I, you and I haven't played um, on the team together yet. So that was no. fun. Um, yeah. Scott, you're next. Uh, and then Need more passengers. Try, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's cool to, to, you know, I've done this a couple of times now and now to be an official part of it, it feels pretty cool and 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 i i see what you guys mean when i hear you know andy talk about how much he enjoys listening i'm like oh well if i'm just a little bit part of that that's that's pretty cool too and when you talk about doing it even though nobody's listening that's what we call the ot <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> if you have not subscribed please subscribe to, to the bpt presents channel i listen to all those too ah, nice. matt well-written game it was, it was yeah. a lot of fun i even like that um, question that you didn't tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to David Lukes for helping me with some of those questions. And thanks to Neil for giving me some ideas for haikus. Uh, and go, not thanks to Eric Ede for his yep. ridiculous. <laughs> thanks to questions. Eric You're for giving me some, some ones that nobody knew anything about. Uh, go Geelong Cats. Can't wait for the AFL season to start here in a week. And uh, thanks, Andy, for jumping on with us today so yeah and just one other quick thing uh, congratulations to eric and his lovely wife on the birth of their the newest uh, their boy the so yeah our newest member to the bench so congratulations to them and you know, uh, eric will be the only one who hears this but yeah <laughs> <laughs> and also one other thing um if you have extra money go ahead and spend it on meth so that's fine. <laughs> no 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 no, no. Well, go to t public bench warmers do not get yourself some gear do not do drugs yes go spend that money that you would have spent on drugs don't do that take it over to t public and buy bench warmer gear Stay away from the crack cocaine, but you can do just normal cocaine. No, okay. no, 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 no. Don't even drink Coca-Cola. Just stay away from anything. Just ignore Matt. I might have to mute him before we wrap up here. Let's, yeah, let's just mute him. Nine, nine out of ten, Dennis, agree that 
Tea Public is much better for your oral hygiene than <laughs> crystal meth. Yes, especially yes. when you drink out of a mug with your face. I don't know what that tent dentist is all about, but. <laughs> all right, now wrap it up. I gotta all right, thanks shower. for listening yeah. to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch, stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. Beer, sauerkraut, and corned beef. Thanks for a good burp. Oh, oh I can smell that through the computer. That onions? Yeah, some onions, onions in that too, I think. It's like the bathroom in a, in a Wisconsin <laughs> baseball game. <laughs>